Hello, fellow podcasters. This is Juliana once again with an installment of Is This Actually Healthy? I'm glad you're here to listen to my weekly anecdotes that are hopefully helping you to become more aware of your own health habits and understand better the wide range of options you have so you have complete control over your eating. Just some news before we get started with today's episode. For those who have stuck around since the beginning, you'll know that I recommended to also check out the YouTube channel for this show and that I do video versions of these episodes. Unfortunately, I've fallen a bit behind on that since I left my old recording studio behind in the U.S. when I moved here to the fine land of Australia. I kept my YouTube channel on the back burner until I could decide what to do about it, but concluded that it's better for me to simply continue this show in its podcast form and abandon the YouTube channel, at least for the time being. I can focus on designing more quality content this way without having to spend so much time on visual content and video editing when my listeners can get the same information simply by tuning in here. Announcement number two. I have created an Instagram account, especially for this show, as an effort to expand the word. If you want to follow me there, I started posting things related to the show and promo trailers for upcoming episodes. I put the Instagram link in the episode description. Announcement three. I'm planning on doing something special for one of my upcoming episodes. I'll reveal to you what that is once that plan develops. But expect something out of the norm. I know that I'm excited about it. Now for the theme of today's episode. Today is all about putting knowledge into practice once again with a case study. Or rather, discussing a real-world example for how you can weigh your choices. For today, the question is, how do I choose a healthier snack? For especially those who are weight conscious, we're popularly led to believe that all snacking is bad. But that's simply not true. It's good to be regulated with your eating, and if you're used to having a mid-morning or afternoon snack throughout the day, it doesn't necessarily mean you're contributing to a calorie surplus, if you're genuinely hungry, that is. People have many reasons to snack, and being bored at work or stressed aren't good enough reasons for it. So be mindful of it if you're actually hungry before you go to the break room or the pantry. The nutritional value of snacking also depends on what you choose for a snack. There are many foods marketed as snacks, and most of these are designed to be easily accessible. You can pick it up directly, put minimal effort into tearing open a package, and then you enjoy it. It couldn't be easier. If you walk down the snack aisle of a store, you can find thousands of prepackaged snacks ready for the picking, and many of us do select these items. Unfortunately, that doesn't make any of these options genuinely healthy. To prove this point, I did some research on what the most common snack foods in America are. A 2021 article on the junkfoodblog.com made a list of the most popular snacks. Let's hear what the top five are. One, M&M's. Two, Hershey bar. Three, Lay's potato chips. Four, Reese's cups. And five, Kit Kats. So... Three of the top five snacks, actually four of them, are candy. To affirm this observation, I kept looking and found another survey from 2021 by Eat This, Not That that more or less gave the same outcomes. The top 10 list was full of candy, processed cookies, and fried potato or corn chips. Of the top 10 list of foods, there wasn't a single snack option there that, if you were on a diet, would be acceptable. 
This is where the dilemma lies. Americans are bombarded with unhealthy snack options, which may obscure what the true purpose of a snack is. It shouldn't be a way to get our sugar fix or satisfy those chocolate cravings. When we choose foods that are so dense in calories but poor in nutritional value or substance, the snack may even do little to take the edge off your hunger. In this way, you're just stacking on extra calories and getting little satisfaction in the process. So let's talk about what to do about it. I admit I like an occasional afternoon snack, and the fear that this will somehow ruin my nutrition regimen doesn't even cross my mind, because I know I have a whole plethora of options that are delicious, filling, and low-calorie. For those of you who may be guilty of eating the foods on the top snack list or comparable items, there's some things you can do. For instance, let's take those Lay's or Doritos. Chips are immensely popular and do seem like an ideal snack, but it's easy to overindulge on these. If you don't buy single-serving bags, it's all too tempting to keep reaching into the bag and eating more than you meant to. Sadly, the serving size may be anywhere from only 7 to 10 chips, which feels like you essentially ate nothing afterward. However, there are plenty of options for you if you still like chips. You don't have to discard them completely. Healthier versions of many popular brands now exist, including baked chips instead of fried, or even popcorn chips. There are also chips made of a variety of other substances besides just fried potatoes. For instance, those made with spinach, kale, and other root vegetables. Some of these options have larger serving sizes, and even as much as half the calories than their full fried counterparts. Moving from the fried Doritos to a serving of popcorn will push you from the far left unhealthy end of my eating spectrum more towards the middle. This means that these highly processed chips aren't necessarily a health gold mine, but it can make a big difference compared to what you were eating before. The best step you can take to really getting healthier is to move away from the snack that comes in a plastic bag altogether and try to select a more natural whole food. This could be fruits, nuts, seeds, or even sliced veggies. Mix these together and make a blend. With these snacks, there's no hidden ingredients, no hidden sugars and fats, or anything that can ramp up the calorie load more than you expect. What you see is what you get. And these snacks don't even have to be boring. Dip those veggies in a delicious hummus or pair the fruits and nuts with a cup of low-fat yogurt. There is no one way to snack. So these are just some examples of the ways you can make your snacks more interesting and nutritious. Unfortunately, I wouldn't recommend sticking to the daily candy bar if this is your ritualistic snack. You can have a candy bar every now and again as a treat, but I recommend replacing it with something else. For instance, you can at least switch to a darker chocolate bar with less sugar and limit yourself to only a few squares, not the whole bar. For me, I love chocolate, and one of the best ways I beat this craving is to buy chocolate-flavored protein bars. Some protein bars out there are exquisite and taste so much like a dessert, you would never believe that they contain up to 20 grams of protein and little sugar per bar. My personal favorite are Cliff Mint Chocolate and the Peanut Butter Chocolate Bars. Moving from a candy bar to a nutrient-infused chocolate protein bar is a large step from the unhealthy end of the spectrum to the healthy. To conclude, there are all kinds of ways to add a more nutritious snack to your day, if you are a snacker. If you still need more perspective on this, go through the snack aisle at your grocery store and pay attention to 
uh, the snacks that are available and how they're marketed. See if you can find something there that is healthier than the snack that you already put in your cart. Compare food labels and get critical. Really think about the purpose of snacking to nourish you while expelling excess hunger and really assess if the option that you picked is doing that for you. You may even find yourself wandering from the snack aisle to the produce aisle of your own accord. I hope you all enjoyed this episode. Since I made all my announcements at the beginning, I will go ahead and leave it here. Remember, I will be continuing with the case study theme next time. I thank you all for your continued support for my channel, and I wish you the best of luck so far in this new year and with your new fitness goals. Bye!